A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode, where today I am joined by a new guest, a gentleman from my native UK, David Roberts. David, a very warm welcome to you, sir. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Great pleasure to be here. And David and I thought we'd talk about listeners in a very short sort of, you know, 15 minutes-esque punchy version of what makes a great leader. So, David, let's dive straight in. What does make a great leader? Well, I think the, the first thing is that if you need to lead people, then you need to first think about how you're leading yourself. So, so leadership really, uh, as with many many things in life, it starts with it starts with yourself. And 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 you know, being being a leader, um, there's the whole saying, isn't there, that 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 you know, leaders eat last. And there's a reason why. Uh, leaders eat last and last because they look after themselves first so getting that balance right uh, from the point of view of of in a way being a little bit selfish so that you can actually be selfless um, and lead others well is kind of where it all where it all starts for me interesting analogy i've never heard that before um one i have heard listeners consistently is the oxygen mask on the plane but what yeah. you've said there, David, is almost the kind of exact opposite, isn't it? You know, so what you're saying there is don't put your oxygen mask on first, put somebody else's on, if I'm hearing you correctly. Well, I suppose what I'm saying is um, pers- personal leadership is, is an ongoing thing. So, so it, in you know, action in crisis, it, that's where you need to put your oxygen mask on first to help other people because you're in that kind of crisis situation. Uh, but, but being being a leader is about how you show up day in, day out, and it's about that consistency, uh, that understanding of yourself, kind of where where you're going, uh, and and where where you're looking to take the people that you are you are leading. And knowing when it's right for you to to lead in a certain scenario, I put the oxygen mask on first, or where it's right for you to actually step back a little bit, and the people that you've got on your team, uh, let them step forward and lead, because because you know a key part of leadership is about recognizing the strengths of others and where others can actually uh, make that leadership contribution, empowering them to do that creating the environment where they can do that Um, and so then it's about knowing when to step back and actually when you're a leader and especially when you're starting out leading others um, you get this sort of feeling that actually because you're responsible you want to be responsible you have to kind of take control and you have to get in their hands on and 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 do it Um, but actually leading by example sometimes it requires for you to step back and give other people the space to be able to to, to take on that leadership role. So, um, so yeah, so action in crisis is a core leadership competency. 
And in that scenario, uh, again, the first thing to do is to make sure you got you got you got the air to breathe, so you can you can lead other people through that crisis. Uh, but when you're talking about uh, leadership in general terms, I think um, yeah, being able to step back and create that space for others to really um, you know thrive is is a key attribute, and you can only really do that if you've invested that time in yourself uh, to give yourself the confidence to create that space for others to really do well. Mm. What about vulnerability, David? What part does that play in being an effective leader? Because there's so much stuff out there, isn't it? We're conditioned, don't show weakness, win at all costs, lead from the front, and all this kind of, dare I say, macho rhetoric. Any thoughts around that, vulnerability? Yeah, you absolutely have to be vulnerable. Uh, And uh, in in a way, if you're not being vulnerable, you're not being truly honest. Uh, people know when you're being uh, truthful. Uh, people know that they, either their intuition uh, or their or their yeah their gut feel will will, will tell them um, that that you're not necessarily being entirely honest. So being vulnerable is a key part of being honest, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Which brings in for me, um, and I know as host David, we're not supposed to use cliches or generalizations, but the listeners, as you'll know, I, I tend to break every rule in the book on these podcasts. Um, <laughs> so let me use a cliche, uh, David. Fake it till you make it. And let me give that some context. So in the in the context of vulnerability, do you know what, David? I've just got out of bed and I feel absolutely rubbish today. I don't want I don't want to play today. I don't want to be part of this. I've had enough. I just feel under the weather, blah, 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 blah. Do you know what, Paul? Go out there with a smile on your face and leave from the front. And that brings in that almost fake it till you make it. Any thoughts around that one, David? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a I think there's a big difference between um, uh, fake it versus knowing that you're stretching your comfort zone. Mm. And, you know, you, you may you may get out of bed one morning and not feel as though you're in, in the right state of mind. Um, having somebody to talk to about that can be can be helpful and, and share and sharing sharing that. Um, you know, being honest when you go into a meeting, uh, for example, and saying, look, you know, we need to be very focused and, and, and driven today. Um, we need to be very uh, on, on topic, uh, but, but I'm actually not feeling very energized. Let's all get up. Let's all energize ourselves. Let's do it together and get ourselves all into the right kind of, kind of state. So I think fake it, um, is, is faking it is a mistake. Uh, but, knowing knowing where you want to get to so uh and and again that that self-awareness so you know where your strengths and weaknesses are um, and being able to be honest about that with yourself uh, can actually help you to get into a, a position where actually you're not faking it you know you're stretching your comfort zone so you're getting yourself into state not into a state uh, so you're getting yourself into the right state to be able to do what you need to do and then if you feel you need a little bit more energy and extroverts uh, draw their energy from other people as we know then then sharing it with people and trying to uh, create an environment where you get everybody into that same uh, energized state uh, to be able to you know confront confront and, and uh, the task ahead 
uh, and and all with the same energy and, and tackle it head on. Um, I think that can be a very good way of 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 getting around that that scenario. And also, a successful day really uh, it, the success of a day happens the day before, in my view. So if you um, have have gone to bed in the wrong state then you're going to be more likely to get up in the wrong state. And if you haven't thought about what's going to uh, be happening the following day, uh, the night before or, or whatever, uh, then, um, then you know, you're going to be caught out. So part of that preparation uh, actually happens before you go to bed the night before. Mm, interesting. And uh, I can see from, um, I'm going to be a bit sort of uh, controversial here, um, I can see from a masculine perspective, an energetic masculine perspective, David, how that plays out. And I've spent most of my life in that space, so absolutely agree. But I'm going to flip that over and say from a more let it be, let it unfold, be in the moment, et cetera, et cetera, kind of kicks against that, doesn't it? Mm. Well, so gender's an interesting one. Um, uh, there's the... There's one of the uh, is it, I think it's seven uh, universal laws is is uh, is a law of gender, uh, and um, and and another another universal law is a law of polarity. So where where you've got the, those sort of two two extremes and 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 where you are is your you've got feminine energy and you've got masculine energy, and we all have some of that uh, energy in us, no matter what gender we are or no matter who we identify as. So being again aware of aware of those different energies um, and and how you can harness those energies as a force for good uh, but also be aware of the energy levels of other people i think is uh, again something that you practice as a as a leader but also as also as a as a, just a, as a human being uh, and um you know I, i'm i'm very very keen to to make sure that uh, there's a there's a good uh, range of personality types in, in any team that I'm part of um, and I really seek to understand those personality types those natural preferences some of them go on that kind of gender continuum some of them go along that introvert extrovert type continuum some of them go along the the thinkers or the the feelers the head versus the heart type continuum and having a blend of all of those energies and personality types in a team um, and being aware of the blend that you've actually got can really help you to really sort of draw on the right kind of energies uh, at the right kind of time because if you've got a, a problem to solve and you know life is all about solving problems um, uh, and uh, and you've got a problem to solve that that requires you to dial up a little bit more of that kind of feminine energy uh, then um, being aware of that and being able to pull on those resources um, it can be can be very very powerful mm. is it being too simplistic david to suggest that um, and i've got my own answer on this but i'm you know i just put it out there that leadership comes from the heart everything all the answers are found in the heart you know now that can be quite a contentious statement yet again to the more masculine energies where no you know particularly i mean i come from an engineering a very male dominated engineering background where problems are solved you know uh, everything one and one will equal two 
two and two will equal four, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I found it on my journey of self-inquiry. I love the word when you introduce that, that uh, those words self-awareness. Self-inquiry is, for me, part of that family, David. But that then going on that journey of creativity, of self-inquiry, um, you know, to think, um, it's not a phrase I particularly resonate with, but think outside the box, mm. do something different. You know, that creativity, that childlike curiosity. It's okay for us as leaders to be childlike, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, uh, some of us, self-included, can't really help but do that because of, <laughs> cause, cause of the way that I am. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think you're right. I mean, for me, if you, if you, draw the comparison between leadership and management and what is the difference between those two things so leadership is about people which means that you're you're you're, you're looking at uh, how you how you motivate others how you get alignment um how you um create a vision uh, that then other people can can follow yeah that action in in crisis that that, that you need at times uh, when you're in those those situations all of those elements of leadership are all about people and how and how you can you can bring bring people along with you that does draw you more towards the heart towards the sort of that, that heart center if you like and if you look at management that's much more about the task that, that's much more about the activity about about getting things done so so that and again that then probably takes you more towards the the, the thinking side of it the counting it you know the, the doing it um, again, it's all about elements of degree. Uh, but if you, uh, yeah, I don't think you can be a heartless leader. You know, in answer to your question, you have to you have to have a have a heart and be able to 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 feel uh, the the right way of doing things. Um, the other thing about well, the other reason I suppose why leadership does come from the heart is because uh, people know if you care. So intuitively, again, people know if you're although they'll have a, they'll make their own mind up if they don't think you've been honest they also will make their own mind up if they don't think that you care uh, and and you know when you're in a situation and, and, and somebody's talking to you um and uh and the sort of the words that they're using and and the, the whole kind of drive of the conversation feels like it's more about them uh, or something else than it is about about you well there are those signs that people pick up on, probably subconsciously. Uh, so, um, you know, as a leader, you have to care, which means you have to, it has to come from the heart. Uh, because if you don't care, other people will know it. Um, and then when you then challenge them, uh, then your challenge, because you need to challenge people as well as support them as a leader, comes across um, in, in, a, in a less helpful way, in an, unhealth, an unhealthy way, in a perhaps more um, obnoxious way or aggressive way. And it's about how the message is received uh, as much as it is how the message is delivered, because that feeling of caring isn't evident to those, those people. If people know you care about them and if you make them feel good, then, um, then you know, that, that is really at the heart of leadership. Mm. And that's been consistent, hasn't it? David, throughout what you've said there, this you know, people are people are not uh, my words, not yours, but people are not stupid. They know they know who's genuine and who's not, and that is such, I would say, a basic trait. But at the same time, one that certainly from my own experience has fundamentally been overlooked. But um, yeah, food for thought. Hmm. Um, 
let's pause, let's pause it there, David. I want to kind of move on to another episode where we'll talk about wealth, but hold that thought for a moment. Uh, I want to invite you in at this stage, share your contact details, how people can find out more about you, reach out with you, et cetera, et cetera. What's the best way to get in, uh, get in touch with you, David? Yeah, well, thanks for that. I appreciate that. So I'm I'm on LinkedIn. So I'm I'm, I'm David Roberts uh, on on LinkedIn. That's probably the best way to contact me. I'm also in fa- on Facebook. I've got a Facebook page, but there's millions of of David Robertses. Uh, but um, I'll also be able to give you my my email address if you'd like to, to put that in the show notes if people want to to contact me by email. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Thank you, David. And. On that leadership note, listeners, all that remains now is for me to sign off the way I always do, leading from the front, I might add, by saying, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond?